and the only Spanish Jeff knows is Takero Punta. <laughs> I know more than Takero Punta. Do you? And it's not Punta, it's Puta. Is it Puta? Yeah, see? The <laughs> I heard Punta with an N. Co- you, you did. Um, como esta, Alex? Bien? <laughs> Not even gonna ask me how I'm doing. I see how it is. No. Multilingual rude. <laughs> Multilingual rude. Doesn't give a fuck how you're doing. <laughs> there was a joke. Or you may have heard this one, Alex, a million times. Uh, my kid, my uh, friends when I was in college who were from India had this joke that was. So you know how a bu- or stop me if you've heard this one. Uh, so you know how a person who speaks two languages is called bilingual. Right? Yeah, following you so yes. far. You know how and a person who speaks three languages is called trilingual, right? Following you so far. So what do you call a person who speaks one language? American. American. Uh, it's not so much a joke as it's just kind of fact. Like, that, that's the sad reality of it. Uh, we are the only country that's like, yeah, accents are sexy. I like accents. Different versions of English are sexy. Imagine how fucking sad that is. No skill required. Just a different way of speaking English is enough to make them go. That person looks like shit, but that accent. So, Alex, is uh, is this uh, is this doing anything for you? This turning your crank? Uh, it's getting me jolly. I think we've solved the mystery of why Jeff is single. <laughs> getting you jolly. That's a bit. Unconventional. Right, this might work a little better. This might work a little better. <laughs> Give me Boyd Elves next. Boyd. Oh, God. <laughs> I think Boyd Elves are just Brooklyn. Hey, hey, hey. I'm using man over here. You stupid fucking Boyd not using motherfuckers are trying to friggin' like encroach my territory. You pulling aggro? Yeah, you pulling aggro. The, the Boyd. It's all around us. Wait, what, what, what sir? The Boyd. It's everywhere. Everywhere you no, go, Boyd. Boyd is everywhere. You summon, you look into the Boyd, the Boyd looks back. Sir, I... The 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 what? The Boyd. You know what I'm talking about, the Boyd. You know, all ethereal, everlasting, ongoing, indefinite, that kind of shit. Divide by zero or some fuck. Sir, I, <laughs> I, 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 I just, I don't understand what, what, what you're trying to sell, what you're trying to say to me. Boyd, you need to look into the Boyd. Your soul, it's impure. You need the boy to look back into it. Give you kind of like a retuning kind of deal. Get you back on the ethereal thing. Fix you with the mana problems, or I don't know. The Boyd Elves even use mana? Is it, is they, do they run on hatred or some other fucking bullshit? I don't know. to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode number 84. I am Alex, also known as Mave Online, also known as... The Chapstick uh, Man. The Chapstick Man, no. which I'm still, we're still trying to figure no. out. No, no, <laughs> Not doing it two weeks in a row. It was funny last week. You all are bad at referential humor. It's not referential if it's every week. No, but it's great. It's when you use the same joke over and over. It's great. I wonder how, if you could like create an entire montage of the amount of times we've started an episode, said like two sentences, and immediately met with, no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> burn it down. 
we're idiots. Start over. Uh, quite a few. And, 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 shit. and most, quite a few. Yeah, and both of you go and feel ashamed of yourselves and maybe sit in your corners for a little bit. You're talking about doing is called beating a dead horse. Yes. <laughs> Which, while we I can think, occasionally uh, get accused of that in different ways, is not what we will be doing. I think for our 100th episode, it's just going to be a montage of Charlie saying no whenever we bring stuff up. It'll be great. That'll be our 100th episode. <laughs> but yes, I am Alex, also known as Maeve Online. Uh, I'm joined here today, of course, by Jeff, a.k.a. Invader Gurr, and, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak. I'm a legend now? Well, I'm, I had to make it, like, catchy, you know? Hey, you're moving up in the world. There you go. Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. The infamous. Yeah. So... Yeah, Notorious. we're here. Person of All continued together. interest. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here back together again for the second week now. I think last week was the first time we were all back together. Second uh, week. Uh, this is episode two. <laughs> well, because we've like we our schedules haven't necessarily aligned the last and couple weeks. About to get worse. Yeah. yeah. It's been a rough month or two. <laughs> yeah. So it's just nice, you know, to have the gang back together. The boys are back in town, as they say. So mm-hmm. uh Grab your cold ones, because we're going to crack them open with the boys right now. And, uh, yeah, here we are. So, who's going to kick off our uh, how our week went? Uh, I guess I could start. Go for All it. Right. Um, so, for basically the biggest event of my weekend was I spent pretty much the entire weekend playing paintball. Um, so, there's a course near me that is uh, absolutely huge. And a couple times a year, they'll do these huge events, and the events have between like two and two and three hundred people show up at them. So this was like so many fucking people, and so many people were taking it like super seriously and shit, and had like walkie talkies and all that kind of deal, and lots of camo and ghillie suits, and I'm out there in fucking flaming red because I wear speedball gear. Um, but the thing that I went to, they were re we were reenacting the Eastern Front. Which I don't know if that's, or I believe that's World War One, but if it's World War Two, I apologize. I uh, that's feel like there was an Eastern Front in both of those wars. Yeah, that's probably really what it is. Um, and basically, we were playing Team Russia versus Team Germany, and Team Russia destroyed. Okay, Team that'd Germany. be World War Two because I think in World War One, the Russians and the Germans got along a little better. Hmm. I'm trying to remember if I remember history correctly. I don't think they did, because I believe World War One is based on the idea that Russia and France were becoming too good of friends, and Germany was pincered between these two things. No, because I, I feel I, I, I think World War One involved the Tsar still, and the Tsar was part of that whole domino effect that kind of kicked off World War One, because they were buddied up with the Austrians, I think, but I don't totally remember. It's yeah. been a couple years. Yeah. Well, World War One also, they had... Uh, Germany, like, uh, dropped communism into Russia to overthrow its power structure. <laughs> um, but that's a whole different topic. Indeed. Um, but uh, we wound up reenacting the thing, and basically what the course did is normally they have, like, ten different regular courses, and they basically just, like, made them one gigantic course. And they did a really, really good job of handling a lot of the things that are problems when you have a huge game like that, where, like, 
every now and then like two groups will just get completely dug in and we'll just be firing at each other for like 20 minutes with nothing going on and neither team's advancing. So what the refs would do is just come in and say, okay, airstrike, every person in this entire field is dead. Go back to a respawn point. So it would force people to kind of reset and come back. And because of that, it would like reset the fight completely. So they, they did a really good job of unstalemating people. Um, and that took up pretty much the whole day. Um, I got a couple of good kills. Um, I practiced a lot of shooting left-handed. I realized very quickly I am god-awful at shooting left-handed. Um, Why the occasion to shoot left-handed? I'm trying to get better as a player. Fair. And the ability to shoot left and right is one of those things that at like high tier matters. Fair. Um, so tried that, tried doing a lot of that. Um, but a lot of it was really just mostly like standing around in the woods. It, it gets a little bit weird when they're the big games just because like when you're playing normally, you go, you can like say to yourself like, okay, I'm going to flank to the left and I'm going to be shooting at things to my right. But when you're in the woods, if you go, okay, I'm going to flank to the left. And someone could pop out of the woods on the left and shoot me. So all this cover that I'm trying to use could be completely useless. Huh. Guess I'll just stay right here. <laughs> um, and that wind up, winds up happening a lot. And then also people wind up long ball shooting at each other, which paintballs lose velocity when they're shooting very far. So that they just wind up like, it's like, dude, don't even bother. Every one of these is going to be, is going to bounce. It doesn't have the velocity. Just stop. <laughs> um, so that winds up happening a ton. Um, but other than outside of all that, it was an absolute blast. Um, the course I was at was fantastic. They did giveaways. Um, they had like thirty refs there, and then they like they had like a full time gun tech that like most courses will have a gun tech, but they're usually trying to sell you shit. And, like, they work for the shop, and they're trying to, like, you know, nickel and dime you on, like, O-rings and shit. And this course, literally, they just have a guy there. He's just got, like, a tackle box full of stuff and is just, like, fixing guns for free. Like, if you need, like, a regulator or something, like, complicated, yeah, he's going to sell you. Okay, yeah, you have to go get a real part. But, like, even then, he would, like, try a new reg on your gun and be like, okay, the gun's working now. The regulator was your problem. You need a new regulator. But if it was something like he'd re he would clean your gun and stuff like it was really, really like customer focused and really nice. That's nice. Um, mm. The other thing that I did or the other thing I did uh, was I saw Thor Ragnarok. Is it good? Um, I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm glad you saw it because I was also going to bring that up. But let me hear your thoughts on it uh, on that one. There are a lot of fun moments in it. It's a gen it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the most recent Star Trek movie where it's like this is a fun movie does it have its flaws absolutely I like the nitpicky part of Jeff's brain could have absolutely like taken a stab at this movie and found plenty of things but there were also a lot of like really good redeemable redeeming stuff um like the uh probably the one nitpicky thing I would say is the movie has a undead uh or is it they have an army of the damned they are the damned. They are an army. That's all you need to know about them, and they don't elaborate. Yeah. No, it's, and I was kind of hoping the army's of hell. Yeah, but um, so th there's like little things like that. But other than that, there's a lot of like really good character interaction. I think they really nailed on the head the fun of the character Thor is not anything to do with him, 
but you drop him in the world and make him interact with people that don't understand him and he doesn't understand is much more interesting than him and his element in any way whatsoever. Yeah, that's dumb. That's the whole point of Thor. Exactly. So in that regard, it was a very entertaining movie, and Jeff Goldblum is amazing in this movie. Um, and I completely forgot that Odin is played by Anthony Hopkins. And that threw me for a fucking loop the first time that entered the screen. I was like, Hannibal? <laughs> no matter how much beard you put on him, it's still Anthony, still Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins. And he's still got Anthony Hopkins' eyes. <laughs> um, so that was... Uh, so outside he's of that, still gonna kill and eat you. Yeah, he's still like, you're a cannibal. Um, and I will spoil one thing and say that uh, at one point, the movie features a beer mug that infinitely fills itself, which is something I think Charlie would be most... Uh, yeah, definitely would really like to have. And the person who I was watching the movie with, I turned to them immediately during that stage and went, now that is a great cup. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh... It's like those weird cups that are, they have a plug in the bottom, so they fill them in bars by just slamming them down and twisting, and they fill from the bottom up or something. That's, that's, that's an awesome cool. idea. Yeah, that's probably what they did. Or, I've seen, I, I, I assume this was magic, or magic for the TV, um, that said, this movie does have a little bit of no computers were harmed in the making of this film, <laughs> um, especially in the form of backgrounds. But uh, they they did an interesting twist on the uh, villain in this one, and they actually did kind of like the villain in this movie is not just like some I'm out to destroy the universe like type person. They're actually like, I am owed this kingdom and you have to sit back and go. Actually, no, I don't have an argument for that one. I, you actually kind of are entitled to this. No, and that's the whole story is... of, um, uh, what's her name from Hell? Hell, Hella. Hella. Hella, yeah. Yeah. Or I guess spoiler, Hella's in it. But because of oh, that, because Hella's actually like Odin's daughter, it's like, oh, you are entitled to the throne. You coming yeah. back, you're not a usurper. You're just the rightful heir. Sup, bitches? Yeah. yeah, that's kind of an interesting spin as a villain and actually makes you much more deep. Um, so yeah, I like the movie. I am glossing over a lot of the like, the movie goes out to be funny. And yes, it is very much, I can understand how others would find it irritating because a lot of it's very self-referential and, um, you need to understand a lot of the uh, things beyond the characters to get some of the jokes. Like you need to understand like, oh, why do these characters keep saying they feel like they know each other? It's not because they know each other in this movie. It's because in another series, these two characters know each other on another team similar to the Avengers. Yeah. Um, and I did not know that going in, but my roommate was fortunately able to explain that to me. Um, so yeah, I'd actually recommend that movie. Actually, it was really fun and I enjoyed it. That's cool. Um, but that pretty much brings you, oh no, actually one other thing. Uh, I probably could bring this up in news, but I bring it up in my own week because I'm an idiot. Um, Magic the Gathering is currently releasing their latest in what's known as the unsets. So things like unglued where all the cards are like, Urza's refrigerator magnet type stuff and like squirrel powered uh, schematics and like all the cards that are like completely non-serious and like cause you to do stupid or crazy stuff or like I think one of the cards right now is called like ultra slow zombie it deals last strike damage it deals damage after normal damage like that sounds a wee bit broken uh it's not <laughs> huh. or I don't know 
If it fights a creature of the same tower and toughness, that's a normal creature. The normal creature beats it. Fair. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's going on, and the unset's pretty funny, and you got some cool shit. Uh, but that brings you up to speed with me. That's cool. Yeah, I guess I'll go next. I got a pretty short week, all things considered. Um, I keep trying Flying. to play Destiny. <laughs> hmm? Flying. I no, I actually do kind of. I I keep trying to play Destiny Two on PC, and every time I try, I go, I don't want to play the campaign again. <laughs> This soon. <laughs> Sorry, when I was flying, I meant like back to LA. You're no longer in New York. Oh yeah, I I, I went. I can't, I got back from New York to LA. I am back in LA. I, I have enjoyed lots of spicy food since I got back here. I, my return flight was all kinds of special. They lost my bags. They missed my flight. I successfully met. I, I oh, fucking hate God. connecting flights. I also fucking hate connecting flights where I somehow spend as much time on a runway sitting in a goddamn plane on one of the parts of it than I do in the air. I am so sorry, dude. That fucking blows. I was asleep, so I didn't realize how much time had gone by, but like I it's it's really weird getting fucked over by a plane you weren't even on. Where it's like, why are you like it's a different plane that I wasn't even involved with today chose to fuck me. Mm-hmm. You've wasn't had some, even on like, that plane. bad like flying experience the last few times. Have... The last time you flew, you had the uh, we had to pull up immediately because somebody left a whole fucking plane on the tarmac. Yeah, that this was kind of in that same vein where it's like, well, we've arrived a half hour late and there's a plane at our gate. So yeah. I'm terrified of what traveling with what with your deity looks like. I, this wasn't his work. I think this was just Chicago O'Hare. Fucking sucks as an airport. Mm-hmm. But uh, me and all my Applejack has made it back to California and all that jazz. I, it, it's always this awkward moment when someone they lose my bag after I've traveled for a long time, where it's like, "Oh, what was in your bag? Uh, about a thousand dollars worth of electronic equipment." Oh, we should find that, shouldn't we? Yeah, you probably should. That or you're on the hook for it. Your choice. Uh, what equipment? <laughs> oh, a PS4, some other stuff, custom gaming controller. Here's a list. Hmm? Here are photos of them. Yeah, I had to take them for insurance purposes recently. Why yeah. you insurance against you? I this is not my first rodeo with you people. Mm-hmm. Fucking airlines. Uh, John Madden had the right idea. Never taking an airline, taking a bus everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't fly through Chicago hair ever. But definitely not this time of year. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's, it's nice to be back. I, 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 I'm sure Alex will make sure I mention this. I, I guess I'm technically playing World of Warcraft again. Kind of to, to oh quote John Wick. Uh, to quote John Wick quickly, like people keep asking me if I'm back, and unlike John Wick, I don't think I am. Like <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah. I played I'm some. Back. Yeah, no, it's the exact opposite. It's like, oh, you're back. I'm like, no, I. I, I I'm in the room, but I, I don't think I'm back yet. Like I, I still got a hand on the knob, but I mean, yeah, I'm I, not using it, but I have the option. I can leave whatever I fucking want still. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, no, like it, it's been really weird because I, I'm actually finding some of the quality of life changes they made a little bit off putting. Where it's like, no, you actually made this too fucking easy. 
And at the same time, I'm like, how the fuck do I make bandages out of linen cloth? I don't remember. But you're not running an optimized warlock build. I do not fucking care. I'm gonna prick I'm gonna do engineer for profession because spellcasters and goggles is bitching. But what spellcasters <laughs> and goggles are bitching. Do they even have goggles this expansion? I don't I, think they do. I don't know. That's I don't think they have goggles anymore. I can make a motorcycle then. I don't care. I, I, I uh, unless they have meaningfully changed how the crafting system worked in this game, like engineering in some ways, like I'm never going to get involved in the auction house the way I was engineering. Let you make cool ass shit where it's like, Hey, it's stuff and it's dumb. Yeah. They kind of have changed a lot of that stuff. So. It, it, it wasn't super viable back when I was using like back when I was playing world of Warcraft for real. But it was kind of a thing you didn't even have to engage with it. And I get the impression you just don't even have to do that now. But it's like, no, if, I, if I'm doing this, I guess I'm like, we're going to play this a little bit correctly. Mm. It doesn't also help that like I'm a couple, I'm, I'm, I'm a few hours in. I'm already like, I, I, I want to buy a subscription just so I can play as my real ass characters from like 10 years ago where I'm like, no, I this new character is cool and all, but like my troll hunter that's got like that's got one of those ravager things at a, le at a level that at the time was a feat I, I kind of want to play that one because that was a cool ass character mm. like I, I had a ravager at level 10 back when having a ravager at level 10 meant something that meant you like ran across the map infiltrated enemy territory got on the fucking Dranar starting zone stealth your way through tame something and then hearthstone back and like everyone would be like what the shit is going on <laughs> back when it meant something back when, it, back when it was hard to play hard that that's what pissed me off the most actually i pop open the alliance map it's like oh everyone's friendly i'm like i'm playing horde we should be all neutral with each other that's the point of Horde. It's an uneasy alliance. You have to go earn your friendliness. Like, <laughs> no one should be happy right now. Hmm? We should all be like, okay, we see you. I'm in your neighborhood asshole. shitting on your porch. Yeah, yeah, not quite that, but like, I, I should walk by an undead and he should be like, fucking asshole. I should be like, yeah, you too, motherfucker. Hmm? Like, I, it's really weird coming back to that game. Like some of the weird changes they've made, like they're good changes. Don't get me wrong, but like the fact uh, uh, the achievement thing was pretty funny because I got credit for most of my achievements I had, and some of my achievements are like old school bullshit ones where it's like get it's like level up um unarmed to a max, and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? But I have it. Yeah, I mean, it also worked for fist weapons. So if you had a fist weapon, at it some was point on my warlock. It, it doesn't matter if it was on any one of your characters. It, yeah, no, it does it across no, the board. That's what I'm saying. It's a like, legacy achievement. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I leveled it up on my fucking warlock, meaning it's like, no, no. What? You just you walked around slapping boars for three hours. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, no, like th that's part of the issue. Like part of me is like it playing it, going like you knew what. Yeah. yeah, it's like you WoW players now are soft. I remember when being an altaholic was a thing to be punished for, not revered. You picked your server and you lived there for life. That hairstyle you picked, that was there 
forever. <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I, I have not made it out of what I would refer to as the starting areas, but at the same time, like, I have I have not paid for the game yet, so I'm not sure how far I can get before I have to start paying for it. Hmm. Uh, I think if you're doing the trial thing, it does it up to level 20. That's the impression I got, too, and I'll probably take it that far, but at the same time, part of me's like, just fucking buy a month already, dude, and play the characters you want, that, like, you have some weirdly fond memories to, but then I'm like, I, I don't want to pay to transfer them to a server, but I also got the impression I might get to do that for free. Um, you can actually play with people cross-server, so it's not a oh, you can? anyway. Yeah, we can be on totally different servers and just poop up. That Did maybe, you not know this? No, I didn't know they added that functionality. That's yeah, actually rather impressive. Yes, that's... Uh, yeah. They, one of the things they've recently added is up to uh, heroic mode, you can actually be in the same raid from different servers. That's actually... That, that is something WoW should have had from the start, but okay, yeah, that actually makes you, maybe makes my decision a little bit easier because you play on a bullshit PvP server. Yeah, we could group up. Like, oh, if you invite... I, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I miss the hatred that is an RP PvP server. So, are you on an RP PvP server? That's where my guys were because I liked RPing ah. in the game, and RP PvP is the shit. That's well, some racist al- ass PvP. <laughs> if you invite me, I would end up getting ported into your server, huh? So to speak. Okay, then maybe it's time to throw a little money at the game or something. Yeah, because. Yeah, one of the big things they pushed, this was actually back in Pandaria, was cross-server stuff. I wasn't paying a lot of attention at the time. It was like, oh, you have pandas now. And I'm like, the race no one wants to play as? Great. Where the the fuck my Morlocks at? Or Murlocks, sorry. They've added a lot of... Yes. (laughs) They've definitely added a lot of cross-server stuff. Uh, We don't even have to be in the same, like like I said, uh, the same server to play together. And recently is when they added the raid thing. So you're able to... Like, I don't think do... I'll ever get back into raiding the way I once was. Well, it's an option. Yeah, no, that, that's good to know. Yeah, and that includes dungeons and everything else and all that no, stuff. No, that, that well, makes so. my decision actually a hell of a lot easier because my best character is long gone because I deleted that fucker when I quit the game, but like my other three alts are still around. I'm like, oh yeah, it'd be fun to play as them. Yeah, you know what you should do is actually hit up the, the, uh, the GMs and see if they can somehow restore your character. If not, they can. You can still ask them to give you a free month of like the actual time. Yeah, so you can go past level twenty. I've seen them do it quite a bit, where people will be like, "Hey, I'm getting back in. I really want to give it a shot, but I kind of miss being able to try out my old character, so I want to see what it's yeah. like." And most of the time, they're like, "Well, here, here's a free month." Like, it's not hard. They've done that before. Oh no, I play on. A, I played an RP server, man. My character went into molten core alone to die. <laughs> And that's when I quit the game kind of thing. I wanted a symbolic death for him. I then deleted him afterwards because he jumped in a volcano. Eh, fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that character is long gone. May it rest in peace. Huh. Well, it is very much a thing, though. Just enough yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. That's actually... A, a, At risk yeah. of making a bit or something stupid, did your character have the demon bloodline, and did you have to press X to toss him in? I no, I had to press space to kind of glitch my way up over some rocks, though. <laughs> and it wasn't so much I got burned up on impact. I kind of hit the lava because it was a 
shitty texture at the time and I died because of the force, which I guess is actually more accurate to real life because you wouldn't fall in the lava. You would hit it because while it's molten rock, it's like density is still technically rock, I guess. It's density like, still higher than yours. You still yeah, float like, on it. Like something dumb. Like if you could like, if your feet could withstand the heat, you could technically run across water or run across some lava. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not um what's the right word? Uh liquid enough that it wouldn't super viscous. You. Like if you say you could stop and stand on it for a period of time before you'd start to sink in. Yep. You can't because it would melt your shoes. Like it's it's why, like actually like no, like jumping into a volcano for your death is super shitty because you'll like break all your bones and then burn to death. It's not some instantaneous thing. Hmm. I don't know why I know that. No, but so because I've had lots of kind of idle time and by idle time, I mean, I've been doing that grindy thing in Warcraft again. I, I going back to destiny two for a second. I wish the PC version of that game had a like, Hey, I'm coming from the console. Just let me fucking grind out 20 levels in the patrol zones. <laughs> I Story for Destiny 2 is fine. I enjoyed it. I don't want to play it a third time. I really don't. Especially because, like, any progress you make after a certain point, it's completely moot. Like, nah, just, just fucking let me grind these levels out. I don't really want to do this again. I've done this, and I especially don't want to do it on characters that, like, say dumbass shit where it's like, oh, I don't know what the Fallen are yet. Like, little features for veteran players in the console stuff was cool, because, like, your character knew what shit was. There's some pretty cool differences in the dialogue. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're not treating like an idiot. I ran into one of these things in the game, and it was like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, it's Fallen. It's fucking Fallen. (laughs) Nah, but so, because of all the idle time I've had, I went back and actually finished watching the first season of Stranger Things and then watched the second season of Stranger Things and <laughs> I I don't know if I like that show or not still. I mean, it's one of the best original shows out there now. I, lame comment is lame. <laughs> I, it's, it's weird because there's some parts of that show I as a fan of H.P. Lovecraft's written works and kind of that style of horror, that kind of extra-dimensional hate beast kind of shit, that second Especially season does... one that is exceptionally tentacly. Yeah, like, that second season does some stuff that gets my, like, H.P. Lovecraftian heart beating a little bit, where it's like, oh, it's a, it's a more digestible version of old ones for the masses. That's never a bad thing, because the concept of old ones is super cool. But then I remember how much I hate the character Eleven and how much, like, so much of the problems in that movie would be put a bullet in this kid and burn shit with a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the amount I, of times they had to sit there and go, why is no one told the government this? I That doesn't bug me as much as I thought it was going to. Like, I, in this universe, no one tells the government shit. And at the same time, it's like, fine whatever at the same time the season two does a pretty good job of establishing the government's like ah, bah, 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 bah. no there's we're not poisoning plants or anything like that no oh god yep yeah it's, also for or just to let you know i have watched another episode in the series i'm still yeah. not finished with it so yeah. 
I'm just going to say, choose your words, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, because there's some yeah. cool stuff. But like, So let me know when you finish it, cause I want to make some, like, I, I was really enjoying the second season until there's two versions of the story they're telling. And the issue is they are taking the lazy approach to that story. And admittedly, the second season ends in a point where, like, okay, you guys can now tell the better version of this story if you want, but I don't think you're going to. But please tell the better version of the story because it's a way better version. Mm -hmm. But did you agree with my sentiment that season two goes places better than season one did? Yeah, I... In hindsight, my biggest issue with season one is the Demogorgon is weirdly unkillable. Yeah, except for when you give a teenager a baseball bat. Yeah, like it's its toughness is inconsistent. And I guess Extremely. like Extremely. Yes. And <laughs> then the threat of things in season two I like a lot more. Like I anytime you start veering away from monster to old ones shit. I'm immediately a little bit more engaged because old one shit is inherently cool in my book. And like, if you ask me to believe in any supernatural thing, it's old one shit because it makes like the most sense from a science perspective where it's like, there's gotta be some weird hate beast in one of these parallel dimensions. Mm. That's how statistics work. Tentacle monster. But yeah, I've, I don't know. Like, and it's one of those things where Jen pointed out, she's like, it's like are, are you actively trying to make people don't like the show? I'm like, no, I, I never try and do that. But again, like, I didn't like the first season because I never connected with it. And I didn't super connect with it a second time. Like, I liked the last two episodes of that first season. The rest of the show, I'm like, can we just follow Hopper around and no one else? <laughs> can this show just be about Hopper at this point? Like, dude who's like wait shit's going down can we not hear about L again <laughs> yeah I I do not like that character Will is the worst part of that show followed very quickly by Eleven Barb is a better character than Eleven <laughs> whoa 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 well no, I like Eleven. I, I was going to say, wait, that comment offended you? Don't you dare drink, drag Barb into this. I, yeah. How <laughs> dare you? Barb is a <laughs> senseless victim. National treasure. That's what I'm saying. Barb is a better, better character than Eleven. Yeah, but Eleven is Eleven, and she's great. Eleven. Part of what makes the second season bearable is they tone down how fucking elfin light it is. And I'm like, ah, oh, this makes this show a lot better. What's elfin light? It's the anime that that show, that, that the, the character He's of Eleven is, I, I know, early. but I'm still going to say it again. <laughs> this is original works. I've never heard of this elfin lead thing. Elfin lead <laughs> aggressively makes the character of L a less interesting character because they are so fucking similar but the elephant lied one is better mm. Mm. Lucy is much more interesting Lucy <laughs> is great Lucy has some like real shit going on I'm not saying Eleven's tra story isn't tragic but at the same time like like Lucy also has some fantastic moments like 
Look, Lucy, we could work together. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, like you could have amassed so much power if you just co- cooperated. No. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer like, to just decapitate people. Can I just go decapitate people? Nah, that I wasn't asking permission. I'm going to yeah, start doing that. I've... Did I say decapitate people? I meant like start with their fingers, then move my way up to their knuckle, and then the wrist, and then the elbow, then the shoulder, and then the legs. And then maybe if I'm done cutting parts of you off, we'll start, we'll get towards your neck. Yeah, I I think the fact that L is in less of season two makes season two better than season one. I don't know. I think there's a piece of me as well that would have loved to have watched the Jim Hopper and Eleven show where it's just Jim trying to raise Eleven. Yeah, but again, that's because it's Jim Hopper. Like, it's it's Hopper is no. the best character on that show. I fucking hate Hopper. That's why you He's like him, fun. though. It's, you no, want to see him go through constant like tragedy. No, I, I like the actual dynamic of a person trying to raise a uh, being that's, like, beyond their powers. Like, oh, I yeah, can't but you, spank you and send you to bed. Yes. Like, <laughs> but uh, Officer Plot Armor? No, yes. I do not like him. <laughs> he, oh, he gets some real good plot armor in season two. Like, he bought oh, yeah. some new armor. Great. Got he leveled up. He's like plot armor squared now. It's great. Oh, kill me now. Yeah, I. No, it's. I. It fixed some of most of my gripes from season one. It doubled down on a bunch of your gripes from season one. I'm like, oh, this will be interesting. Wonder what Jeff will think of this part. I suspect he will not like it. <laughs> Man, that plot armor is thick. Oh, yeah. So when you finally get out to a Tanakaze, throw yourself out a three-story will, three-story building and bounce your head off the goddamn concrete level thick armor. Ah, uh, that happens, basically. Oh, Jesus. But worse. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, so God. much worse. Did we mention that plot armor comes with a gas mask, apparently? Yep. Mm, okay. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. Yep. No, yeah. but pretty uneventful week. Just getting back into LA. I leaving New York was nice. It's nice to be back in LA. It's it's weird settling back in because there was like some weird stuff that was left unfinished. And I was like, I'm back. Oh shit, this is real again. <laughs> Fly. Uh, yeah, it's uh, there's some change-ups coming to something we could studios soonish, probably, that are on our end, which I'm still trying to coordinate. And I'm not sure actually anyone but me is aware of these changes coming, but I'm trying to figure them out before I inflict them upon y'all. I say, is this the way that this is being announced to me and Alex? <laughs> no, nah, not really, just that. Okay. <laughs> it, we're also entering in the holiday season, which is always weird for our content, because it's like, okay, um... Do we want to do a live stream at some point for the holidays? Like I, we've done a Christmas stream every single year this channel has existed. It's always something like satanic themed. It was Diablo three one year. I don't remember what it was last year. Maybe Bloodborne. It's always me being like pissy and being like fucking hate Christmas. Hmm. Nothing's open. But yeah, I stuff happening coming. Yeah. Well, right. well. I, to say, I await the pending board meeting yep. <laughs> yeah and actually I'm kind of looking forward to uh, doing something like that before the end of the year anyway because I still want to get my last kick so I can make sure I uh, 
you know, raise my funds and all that. Uh, yeah, so. I keep finding. Oh yeah, it's that great time to say anyone who hasn't donated to Mave should totally donate to Mave. Link will be in the podcast notes this week, as it was last week. Yep, I saw yeah. that. Thank Sorry, I didn't, much, mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Charlie. No, no, that's fine. We should definitely mention that more. Uh, yes, uh, we will do some holiday live stream of some kind because while we may not be doing extra life officially, it's something we could studios. I keep collecting the games we play on it. Like I found some bullshit called Stick Fight that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Looks real bad in the right way, like Nidhogg asked real bad. I look forward to our new uh, yeah. stick fight overlord. Yeah, I, I I think the future of SWS marathons like this are going to be like, so I find a bunch of bullshit two-player versus games. Mm-mm. Those are good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to play some World of Warcraft, because fuck it! Why not? Let's go, boys! Yeah. Uh, apologies for there being no um, Destiny 2 stream last week, given my precarious situation in Destiny 2. That's why. Uh, I, uh, yeah. yeah. I started cutting you off, and you were making a point about the storyline in Destiny 2 earlier. I I don't know at this point. I um, That's I, fair. It's, it's just... it's a rip. In Destiny 1, playing a third character through to kind of get them into real content again was rough. It's really rough in Destiny 2. Because it's like... I I wouldn't say it's quite like playing a Call of Duty campaign to unlock the multiplayer, but it's kind of like playing a Call of Duty campaign to unlock the multiplayer, especially if you've, like, prestiged twice and now you're trying to go for a third one. Like, it's... I, I think Bungie kind of fucked up without having some migration system. Like, I, I've given up my dream of shared character banks or something like that, but there should be a prompt when you come into this being like, hey, we see in your Bungie account, you already have this on PlayStation. Uh, do you just want to skip all this shit and grind out some levels in patrol? That would be pretty fair wouldn't like, it i would buy a five dollar item to skip the campaign at this point i i i understand what you're trying what you're putting yeah. down now yeah I, I i could see that i mean i played through it once and that's part of the reason i don't like leveling up most characters anyway after a main is because like i don't feel like playing through the whole thing again no so that's the issue you're on your second character this is technically my third character so i put a mm. warlock through on um ps4 and I'm doing a hunter this time, which I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I already know all the plot twists. Like, I just make me do all the boss fights. I'll, I'll do a boss rush mode or something. Like, it's there should be an expedited way of getting through this. If this is like, hey, we've seen you've done this already a couple times. We won't let you bring your character over, but. You don't have to go through this shit again. Mm. We get it. It's 10 hours of your life. You just want to start collecting exotics and legendaries. I suspect Curse of Osiris will motivate me to get off my ass. But at the same like, it's weird. I've fallen off that game so hard. I'm like, do I even have Curse of Osiris pre-ordered on another PC? I don't fucking know. I'm not sure I care. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, 
uh, that's that's where I'm at with Destiny 2, I guess. It's that game, despite its many improvements over Destiny 1, is a weird follow-up to Destiny 1. Hmm. What have you been up to, Alex? Uh, well, let's see. I, uh, let's start off with the fun stuff. Um, so I was at a wedding this past weekend. My yeah, I saw married. photos. It looked like a wedding. Yeah, it was a wedding. It was a good time. Uh, I was a groomsman for the wedding, of course. And, um, two things I knew were going to happen. Uh, well, one main thing I knew was going to happen was... I was going to get drunk! No, 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 no. They did have an open bar. Oh, but I'll tell you about the open bar stuff. That was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> you say so, open bar. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do open bars for our wedding. So were you aware that Charlie was there? <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was an yeah. open bar. Yeah. I, I heard open bar. What's going on? Were you also, even invited? I'm, I'm nah, looking at your bar. pictures now, Alex. I would like to say very, very, very dapper, sir. <laughs> Alex, clean up good. Me and you, Jeff. I do. We're, we're scum lords, but... Alex cleans it good. <laughs> oh, it's the haircut. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But as oh, you it's were, his Alex. job that requires him to be more presentable than the two of us. Like I'm at the bottom where it's like I can wear metal shirts and I have a beard that doesn't match to work. <laughs> I have to wear colored shirts and like dress nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So the the thing was now that my cousin got married, everyone's looking over to me like. So, uh, wink, wink, nudge, married? nudge. Yes, it's very much that. And I'm like, God damn it. I know it's going to happen. And sure enough, it did so many times, including once when I was leaving the bathroom and my uncle walked in and he was like, so when are you getting married? I'm like, oh, God, uh, I got to go. So the pressure is now on. Don't get me wrong. I very much care and adore Mandy, my girlfriend. I just don't want to get married just yet because, you know, there are certain things I want to take care of before I get married, you know? So does she listen to this podcast? She does listen to this podcast, and we've talked about this before. Okay. So this is not new information. This is where you've <laughs> got to go the me and Jen approach and have your family members be like, if two dark forces combine in union, does this end the world? <laughs> like and the what scene would in that Invader Zim? Kind yeah, of, don't yeah. Don't put two cans of beans into the machine. It'll end the world. You lied to me! <laughs> What would that, that wedding show. be like? We're afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, so between that and, of course, um, did you guys follow my fiasco as far as the rental tux situation went? No, I, I, I what? Okay, so my, uh, my cousin chose a local shop instead of, like, a chain to get the tuxedos for the wedding, which is fine. I understand, you know, hey, support small, small businesses yeah. good times, but I live in Mid-City, you know, the general L.A. area, somewhere centralized, nice, you know, good place. And he chooses a place all the way out in Valencia, which is so far away from me. So I'm looking at almost an hour drive just to go get my suit, right? So it's an hour to drive to get my um, suit fitting. And then when I get my fitting done... They're like, oh, you have to come back another day because we want to make sure we get the right size jacket and all that stuff to make sure it's all good. So I'm like, okay, all right, that's fine. Uh, so they never call me back after a few weeks. And it's like, okay, all the suits are here. I'm like, well, I was supposed to do a test jacket and this and that. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, just come on in and try the stuff we have. I'm like, okay, that's well. So I go down there uh, again and, you know, pick up part of my suit because the jacket sleeves were too long and the shirt didn't fit correctly and the shoe size was just a little bit smaller than I thought. So obviously, you know, these are adjustments. By the way, those adjustments were Monday before the wedding. So the wedding was on Saturday and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll make these adjustments on Monday. So mistakes were made. Got it. Yes. So. Uh, finally, I, I, uh, you know, I, I obviously went and back to pick up the rest of the stuff and everything was fine, but uh, you know, this is now the third time I have come to this place regarding the suit, right? At this point. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I did have to go three times, but whatever. I'm not faulting them on it. You know, it's honest mistakes. I just kind of should, they, but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just kind of wish they had given me kind of a heads up. Right. So mm-hmm. wedding happens. Suits fine. Everything goes off without a hitch. I liked it. It was a nice, comfortable suit. Um, so now, it, except the shoes were god-awful. Oh, my God. I fucking hated those shoes with a passion. I, halfway through the wedding, I just changed my shoes back to my normal, like, loafer or whatever shoes and just wore that with a tux. Because I was like, I'm sorry, bro, but these shoes are uncomfortable as fuck. No and tux and Crocs? Them. Yep. Well, not Crocs, but I should have brought <laughs> Batman Crocs. Oh, well. It's too late. But, um... So it's like, okay, well, the suit has to be back the next business day. So that would have to be Monday. Um, so, uh, uh, I go back Monday to drop off the suit in the evening, off work. So I leave from, you know, my, my dealings uh, all the way up in what, San Gabriel Valley, I think it is, somewhere around there. I leave, head towards the tuxedo place in Valencia, almost an hour drive, only to find out that the power was out in the entire uh, mall. So they were all closed. So I drove an hour to not be able to return my suit. And so I'm like, okay, this this fucking sucks because now I'm going to get charged a late fee because I couldn't turn in my suit on Monday. So oh. I, try to, I try to call them and their uh, their voicemail for their I guess they have one of those IP phones oh. isn't set up so I can't even leave oh, a no. fucking voicemail. So this is now drive number four to this place involving the suit business. Uh, so finally, you know, I called the next day. And I'm like, hey, I tried to turn my suit in, and you guys were close. She's like, yeah, power went out. Sorry about that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's cool, I guess. So I'm like, okay, well, it's gonna be really hard for me to come by today. And like, oh, well, we're gonna have to, like, we hit, if you can get it in sooner than later, because like we're gonna get charged if we don't return them. I'm like, ah, fine, I'll go. They're so, going to get charged. Well, because they they go through another like person for their rentals, apparently. So they're third which, partying you on rentals. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right. So. I mean, um, good gig if you can get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, finally get over there, drop off the suit. They didn't charge me the late fee, which is nice, because they're like, no, no, that wasn't your fault at all, so don't worry about it. Um, and they're like, do you want the cufflinks? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll take the cufflinks. A nice little souvenir of this debacle. So I've now driven five times for a thing that should have only gone max three times. And it's not like it was a local shop. If it was somewhere local, like a big chain, like Ben's Warehouse or one of those, it'd be fine. 
you know, but this was like a local shop in Valencia. So it's not local to me at all. Which is amazing to me because he doesn't even live in Valencia. My cousin lives closer to like Torrance or something. So I don't know how this place got chosen, but that sucked. Uh, so yeah, other than that, that went well. Let's see what else. Uh, ooh, can I tell you guys my little fiasco with the with my car in the rim? I think I told you guys about that one. Yep, uh, you were yeah. trying to pass some guy using the breakdown lane, and who the hell puts a pothole in the uh, breakdown lane? I wasn't trying to pass anybody. The, you were laying on the horn, and you flipped the guy off. And then you got out <laughs> of the shovel and beat up his car. I remember this story vividly. No, no, no that's not what happened. But I I ended up leaving a Yelp review, and I normally don't, but I figured I'd let people know. And they contacted me, and they're like, oh, well, you know, hey, these are some of the solutions we're taking so this doesn't happen to you in the future. And their solutions solved none of my fucking problems. Huh. Like, <laughs> they're like, you know, we're gonna, we, hi- we hired more technicians. I'm like, that doesn't matter if they don't clear their voicemails, so I can't get in contact with them. It's in- like, oh, and, and we also now have Uber services, so you'll be able to not, you know, we'll drop you off. And I'm like, the, the problem me getting there wasn't the issue. Why are you telling me this in a follow-up call about my review? So I have a feeling it was just kind of a generic blanket statement. And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. But never fucking going back. So there, it is null and void. In but, one of my D&D sessions, one of the players used prestidigitation to leave a bad Yelp review on the side of a restaurant we didn't like. <laughs> Good use of a level zero spell. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that was just real life drums and other things that happened. Um, the wedding was fun, though. I did have a great time. Uh, of course you did. Was, an open bar. Yeah. You oh, make by your the own way, fun at that point. So the open bar was only for five hours, and they started the clock at five. Bullshit. Most of us, yeah. So turns out the contract said the, 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 I happened to be listening in, because I guess I was there when one of the, the, the parents of the the, the, the wedding couple uh, was finding out what was going on and why they were charging people for drinks past 10. So it turns out it was open bar from 5 to 10. But most of us didn't even get into the room until about 6 o'clock. So that first hour was just kind of like nothing. You got a plan, son. Yeah. Mm. So open that bars was interesting. are no joke. There's strategy involved. Yeah. Now see, last year for my sister's wedding, we just literally just bought a ton of alcohol. And we're like, what do you want? Here's your drink. What do you want? Guess what? Here's a double. Like, yep. What do yeah. you want? I'd like a martini. Well, here I've got ice and uh, stolies. <laughs> so <laughs> I got Costco vodka. What do you want? Yeah. Here, so uh, would I? I have two two beverages. Okay. You have this bucket stolies of brain alcohol with ice. Got you. Stolies without ice. <laughs> oh, this ah. third. This third drink. Mm-hmm. Stoli straight from the bottle with a bendy straw. Ah, yes. <laughs> you know, the classic. The classic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so that little fiasco with the open bar was kind of fun. But uh, I, I, I can tell you I've been in that scenario before, and the, um, the, 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 the correct move to do at that point is walk over, grab a bottle of something you want to drink all evening, and go open bar and walk away with it. <laughs> that's the move I pull in those scenarios touche sir you're braver than I 
I had to drive though, so I didn't have too much to drink, obviously. I mean, I had nothing to drink. Yes. Yes. No, you had stuff to drink. You still had an appropriate amount of time passed after ingesting alcohol, so that was no longer in your system. I... This is actually very normal drinking behavior. Yes. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was it was it was a good wedding. I had a great time with Mandy, of course. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, it was uh it was a good time as far as that stuff goes. As far as the gaming side of thing goes, I've been of course playing Destiny, and I'm very very upset that. All the hype around fucking future war cult, and they fucking lose this week. But, no, but. no, this was the uh, so. This was the time for New Monarchy to shine with that goddamn sword of theirs. That I'm not sword sure, was fucking good. I'm not sure you grasp how good that sword is, though. Either the sword is good if you don't have the raid sword, which I do on my PC. No, the sword is good if you're not a hunter. That perk at the end is really important. What's the perk at the end there? If you switch to it, it gets extended range and damage, I think. Meaning oh. it hits from a, it, it it hits. Oh. It's that thing is good. See, I but I like the raid sword because every three hits you get reloaded ammo for free. Like you get more yeah. ammo. So like I had extended sword usage in PvP recently because of that perk. So I'm like they need to fix that some in PvP. Swords yeah. are a little... Too... I want to take you to Trials of Osiris just so you understand my frustration with the swords. Because mm. they don't work right in Trials of Osiris. They don't work properly? They No, no they work properly. That You just don't... Heavy weapons in Trials of Osiris are so weird. It's like, I have a sword, yet you're going to die before you get the chance to use it. Mm. Oh, okay. You will not get that close. You might get one person. You're not getting two. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it uh, that that was kind of interesting as far as what happened with that. Um, what else? Oh, uh, what was it? I can't remember all of a sudden. But yeah, just mainly Destiny and the wow. I'm, I'm unfortunately with schedule changes happening again soon. I'm not gonna be able to raid with the group I normally raid with, which I'm pretty sad about because I like playing with them. But you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, but yeah, so playing, uh, playing a living video game and having a real job are not conducive. It's difficult. <laughs> mm. Yes, it's very much difficult. But you know, it is what it is, and uh, yeah. <laughs> But other than that, I mean, that's pretty much been me. I mean, uh, I don't think I have much anything else to add. A lot of real life stuff that happened. A lot of things going on. So. All right, so start making some stuff up. Yeah. Um. What do you think I, I do? You think I actually go to paintball and go to hockey, dude? I sit in my apartment and stare at the wall and then come up with very fan, like fantastical things to say that I did on this podcast. My life the is shutters a lie. in the dark. Yeah. Yep. I'm, Dude, I'm like the movie Psycho. I'm the mother. I'm just like in a rocking chair looking out my window all day. Jeff is actually me <laughs> doing an impression of Jeff. Yeah, this is a pant or not pantomime. This is a ventriloquist act. I'm really good at it. Yep. <laughs> Anyone who claims to have met Jeff in real life is a liar. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly this podcast can go from zero to existential crisis. <laughs> 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 But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, 
I think I've pretty much that's pretty much been me. I don't have anything else super fancy going on right now, but uh Oh, it's been uh it's been good times. And I'm kind of expecting some fun stuff because I have another wedding next month where I'll be uh out and about in ye old Mexico. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So yeah. That's me. <laughs> I have an Ailstorm song I want to send you before you go to Mexico. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's. Take the wheel. Sl- it's slightly offensive. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> They're Scottish. They don't know better. They really should, but they don't. That means it's time for news? I think, I think it it's is. time for news. All right. Uh, no music this week, apparently. Yeah, I was okay. say, yeah. waiting, waiting, waiting. Oh, oh, oh no, you, you missed the chance. Oh, We're not man. doing it anymore. I... Wait, did we have a discussion earlier about not running gags into the ground? Now you want me to do the music? Complaining about us saying this gag was fine, but you're not picking up on that? Nope, we're just <laughs> not doing that this week. Nope, I... congrats, I've Alex. ruined it all. It. Yep, I... Yeah, um... So, obviously, the big news this week is EA, and that's got to be our main topic. So, you want to hear us talk about that? Bear with us. We got some stuff to run through quickly. Uh, we got some dumb stuff. We got some fun stuff. We got some weird stuff. Uh, so, right off the bat, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are coming to Injustice 2. It's not clear if all four characters are playable at once or if it's like four different skins for the same character, like they've done some other Injustice characters. But it's kind of cool seeing them in the game. They look pretty good. Not Michael Bay's take on what a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle looks like. I'm still kind of okay with that version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they look it. They look really well done. Like, yeah, have you they, noticed? Like, well, just to kind of comment on it, have you noticed just a little thing about how all these games are having all these like guest characters show up on their roster well so that mortal kombat x had that mortal kombat 9 had that like i i don't think injustice 1 had that but like mortal kombat x had some fun characters yeah but i mean like it's been happening recently with a lot of games like obviously you had smash brothers which kind of had like this combination of characters from different like game titles and all that stuff come together yeah that was weird well you have of course your marvel versus capcom franchise which is that doesn't count because that's the point of that franchise, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, but, like, like, then... Well, I mean, it's fair. Yeah. But then you have, like, Mortal Kombat X that had all these really cool characters show up, like Jason and all that. Really? You um, want Jason and not the alien or the predator? Like, the two better characters that showed up in that game? I, I like Jason just because he was creepy as fuck for that game, so it worked out great. You got to um, finally settle who would win in a fight, alien or predator. And the answer was the guy true. who's better at the game. Well, no, Alien was stupid fucking good at that game. Yeah. Like, in terms of the kit, was really fucking good. I used to watch I used to watch a lot of MKX uh, esports stuff, which was great. Um, well, yeah, he was Baraka, essentially, which Baraka, yeah. when played well, was good. Yeah. Um, so then you have, like, obviously, they're introducing that. And then you have, like, King of Fighters. No, no, Tekken. Tekken had uh, Akuma a- show up. Akuma, and they're getting geese soon. And Yeah, I- they're getting geese. That's right. Yeah, and then they also just announced uh, what? Who was it? Noctis um, from Noctis. That's right from Final yeah. Fantasy. 
a little so, sad they're not announcing the guy from Yakuza, but you know, we can all have good ideas. Yeah. So you have that, and then you have like that fighting well, I guess it's the purpose of that game, but yeah. the, the the new fighting game that has all those characters from uh from uh like Persona and all that. Yeah, again, that's that's the premise of that game. Uh, yeah, that's it's, what I figured yeah. that that's the premise on that yeah. one. And so now you have this stuff going on, which is pretty fucking cool. I yeah, mean, it's fun to see people get liberal with their franchises like this, especially when like, it's a superhero fighting game. It's kind of cool that the Ninja Turtles were getting their due, where it's like, no, we're putting them in a fighting game. Like, the first one since the 90s. Yeah. And a well-respected one at that. Like that. The general reaction I've gotten on um, Injustice 2 is maybe I should buy that, because I really enjoyed the story of Injustice 1, and it's a pretty fucking solid fighting game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, of course, you know, honorable mention, uh, one of the Battletoads showed up in the Killer Instinct yeah, that, as well. That's, so. Yeah, yes, KI's had some... Fucking Master Chief show... No, um, that was um, Dead or Alive. Arbiter. Um, Arbiter. Uh, Arbiter showed up, and so yeah. did, um, what was it, Commander Gar Scar from um, Gear, uh, Gears 4? That's right, yeah. So you yeah. have all these little, like, oh, hey, by the way, we're just, it's nice to see them being okay with kind of letting all these franchises well, come to together. to be fair, that's, that's a Microsoft-owned property playing with Microsoft-owned properties. Yeah, but it's still pretty yeah. fun, like, to have that kind of thing. Yeah. So I like it. Personally, I like that the, they're they're adding these kind of things, and it's nice to see. I mean, obviously, with Microsoft, you know, they own that stuff, but to have like, all these different franchises you never thought would come together, uh, to have like a fighting game or something, they're kind of cool. Yeah, like I said, um, I like it when fighting games get weird with it. Like, maybe don't work the mutant turns into the story mode, but at the same time, like if you're adding DLC characters, that's fun. Like the fact they put Black mm. Lightning in as a ver- different version of um, Raiden, I'm like, fucking yeah, bring back that weird ass character. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. uh, I'm all for it. I can't wait to see how it plays. I'm wondering just because like. They did kind of, people are obviously theorizing at this point that it's going to be, you pick one of the characters, so to speak, and that's kind of how it goes, but it's the same, essentially the same model character, and the main basic move sets is just certain things are specialty based to the character. Yeah, kind of and, they've, and they've done that in the game already, too. What I'd be more interested yeah. in seeing is if all the special moves are like, you summon in one of the brothers, and like, uh, like the, uh, the best example is um, Captain Cold. One of his alternative skins is Mr. Freeze, and the characters play pretty similarly, but they're different enough. Like, no, they are two different characters. They have the same kind of base moves and stuff, but it'd be cool if it's like, no, the the, um, the moves are the same for them, but like the base attacks were different or something. It's just assist at that point. I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to their fight video. Hellboy looked pretty cool, too, so. Yeah, that's, oh, that's right, and Hellboy has a story mode coming up in Injustice 2, actually. Huh. Yeah, that's what I was hearing, that he actually has a story mode built into the game. Interesting. So, that'll be fun to see. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I, I like this uh, this uh, NetherRealm kind of combination of interesting characters you never thought you'd see. Never forget up. that Batman showed Raphael where his parents were murdered. Oh. Raphael's... That's a real comic book crossover. Raphael. Really? Oh, Batman showed Raphael around? where Batman's parents were murdered. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I, that took me a second. Yeah. You you chose your Sorry, words correctly. Yeah, I was the one who was having okay. the problem. Yeah. Uh, no, I I I, I, mis- <laughs> I misunderstood it as well, but I got it. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, it's fun. I like. Yeah. It. 
<laughs> I guess what we're kind of talking about Final Fantasy uh, 15. Um, the multiplayer mode has come to that game. It looks cool, I guess. I, Wait, what? Jeff, you, wanna, you played Final Fantasy 15. Any interest in going back to this? Yes. Okay. I mean, beating Final Fantasy 15 is kind of one of the things on my like, it'd be nice to get around to it list. Because sure. like, I didn't walk away from the game because I wasn't having fun. Um, I just I ran out of time and more pressing and more interesting stuff came up because, I mean, would I like to return to Final Fantasy 15? Yes. Do I think it's more important than I fish near Automata? Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I get that. So, the fact they're adding multiplayer actually sounds kind of neat and interesting. Yeah, it looks kind of like a Monster Hunter Lost Planet multiplayer style thing, but we'll see. Hmm. I, you don't play as any of the main characters. You play as kind of knights in that, what's it called, the Kingsguard or something? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that might not be a bad thing. The main characters have, yeah. are, uh, they have some problems sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Moving on from that, the studio behind Cuphead has come out and said we're totally doing the same graphic style in our next game. Don't ask what the next game is, but they're totally doing the same kind of 2D art animation. I like that. I, yeah, I do too. I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, they've got a really good niche work working for them right now. Yeah, I, it's it's nice seeing someone doing something that different, and while I didn't necessarily love Cuphead as much as I wanted to, I you gotta respect that game for its style. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's a good game. Yep. Uh, speaking of animation, Nintendo is closing a deal to make a animated Mario movie from the same studio as Minions. In other news, they're making a new Mario movie, guys. <laughs> yes! Uh, any word if uh, John Leguizamo is set to return? I... I suspect not. Well, that sucks. I'm not watching Stan it. Stan Levy in it? <laughs> um, <laughs> will there be dinosaurs? I, I I don't know. Not a lot of details are out there, except this is happening, and this is the studio doing it. Upon a little bit of research, I realized that studio was responsible for Minions, and that's a god-awful movie, but it was also responsible for Sing and... The Despicable Me movies, and those were okay, I guess, but <laughs> I, they're alright. Anything involving minions makes me afraid. So when are they going to do release the fighting game Minions versus uh, Rabbids? Are we going to review that for the channel, Charlie? If it ever happens, we will play it, and then I will shoot myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bad ideas, maybe. Um, GameStop has... Remember that uh, rental thing they were doing uh, last week with the used games? Oh, yeah. They are doing a big push, and it was going to be really cool. They and totally back put business. that on temporary <laughs> pause. <laughs> Good job, GameStop. So much so, they have the, like, they're, they're telling the various store employees to like take down all advertising for it and store it in the back. It's not clear why they're freezing it, but they are, and like they're kind of trying to erase it a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's super weird. I suspect the answer is too many people signed up. What are they trying to yeah. kill? 
not killing, just freezing. Remember last week we talked about, or maybe it was two weeks ago, I, GameStop was introducing a you could rent, you, you you paid 60 bucks and for six months you got to kind of oh, try everything. swap used games out. Yeah. yeah. That's on indefinite freeze. <laughs> uh, well, that means either yeah. too many people signed up or not enough signed up. I don't think it's the second one. <laughs> you don't freeze a bad idea that's not losing you money. You freeze a bad idea that might be losing you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, I think someone at that company was like, wait, does anyone remember the old use game policy we had? We're like, jackasses like Charlie paid 30 bucks and played 100 games that year on our dime. Because <laughs> he would just beat a game in two weeks, bring it back, and swap it for another one. <laughs> and we were powerless to stop him because the timer reset with every game. Yep. And there was a no questions asked return policy. No one? Okay. Sir, we have a question. I'm the CEO, I make the rules. Just, just be quiet. Just no, no questions. No questions. Okay. Speaking of no, speaking of no questions, um, the makers of Humvee are busy suing Activision over trademark infringement on their vehicles in Call of Duty. Really? Apparently. Apparently, Humvee's been out of business for like three years. Humvee maker, not Humvee the brand, like the guys who make the military Humvees. Okay. Oh. I Humvee maker AM General says that in the lengthy complaint that Activision Blizzard, which owns the which owns the video game company, improperly features Humvee and HMMWV trademarks in Call of Duty. I maybe it's over the logo, maybe it's over the design, but they're going after the um, revenue, which has been derived from the product of fifteen billion. It's just super dumb and fun. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, technically, it's I, a valid complaint if they're using like super likenesses of the game, and they're using a logo or something. This might be a weird one. Well, I I think if they actually use the logo, they have a valid case. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like a valid case though. Not to ah, well, they kind of fucked themselves on this one, I guess. I, I, I think they sh- somebody should have asked permission. I think that's just the- maybe this is why Call of Duty went back to World War Two. No Humvees. Yeah. Starting that conspiracy now. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, sucks to be them. Yep. Speaking people doesn't suck to be though. Uh, you know what Patreon is? Uh, yeah. Uh, I've heard of Patreon quite a bit. Yes, go on. You know who Kickstarter is? I've heard of Kickstarter as well, and I have kickstarted a few items in the past. Yeah. Kickstarter just launched a platform similar to Patreon called Drip. Ew. So that's not a very good I, name. It kind of <laughs> is the perfect name though too. Go on. Uh, it's basically the same thing as Patreon. It's a subscription tool that you'll receive reoccurring financial support from your audience. It's just through Kickstarter as opposed to Patreon that was kind of independent. Hmm. Any benefits of using Drip as opposed to uh, Patreon? It, I'm getting the impression that it's just it's not Patreon. 
Yeah, I I mean, there are other services that Patreon, I don't know if necessarily does is the word, but like stretch goals and like other things go on within it other than just sheer money transactions. So I guess they could bring something new to the table that I'm not thinking of. I, I guess the big difference might be that where Patreon kind of gives you the money regardless if you get your goal, this kick uh, the Kickstarter version seems to indicate it's going to kind of have the all or nothing mechanic or something similar that Kickstarter is known for. Where, like, if funding isn't raised, then it doesn't happen because no funding gets released, which I think defeats the point of what they're going after. Because the point of Patreon is you, you can start off small and like get some financial reward, and over time, you can increase your backing rewards and also increase your audience. Like, it's it's a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, if it's gonna be the all or none thing, I don't think it's gonna work for the Patreon model. I, yeah, I and really that's just basically Kickstarter at that point. But yeah, so if it's Kickstarter with scheduled payouts, depending on milestones, I might be down with that. But I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, lots of EA stuff on the docket. We also got some um, World of Warcraft stuff and. As our resident World of Warcraft expert, Jeff, you want to take this away? So World of (laughs) Warcraft has filed Chapter 11, um, the game, not necessarily Blizzard Studios, due to a lack of interest. Yeah, they said something along the lines of a lack of interest and continued drop-off in character base, or uh, player base. Uh, They are are fortunately going to be selling the company off to... um, uh, Who's a good... uh, Vivendi Studios is going to be purchasing them. Or I, they said more. <laughs> they keep using the word "swallow" in their press release. It weird. I don't know. Uh, I believe the that. exact press release. Activision intends to offer the fattest lamb to the gaping maw of the great beast of Vivendi. Yep, it's really weird in that phrasing. Activision is quoted as saying, "We just really didn't want to get eaten by Vivendi." Yeah. D- they stopped following Ubisoft, and we got concerned. <laughs> it's one but of those. Actual... Ever, it's not when the rat is, you know, beating its way against the metal pail. It's when it stops moving that you should be concerned. No one's heard from Ubisoft lately. This is true. But an actual wow news. You got some stuff for us, Alex. Yes. Yes, I do. So first and foremost, uh, one of the big things that the uh, has been coming out recently as far as news goes for it is that so traditionally when you farm gear in World of Warcraft, uh, you 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 have certain tier sets, which are when you combine, let's say, two pieces of the tier set, you get a special bonus. Basically, it's four. when you it, to stop you from mixing matching armors, you have a specific look when you have a complete armor set or closer to complete armor set you get bonuses to what that armor in theory is geared towards. It's something I have hated about World of Warcraft from the beginning. Well, announced today, or I think yesterday, they are getting rid of the traditional tier sets. (laughs) They're getting rid of traditional tier sets in Battle for Azeroth. Uh, One of the big things that they said inspired this is that they don't want people doing content where the item drops and it's super high level, like it's a 935, chess piece but the fact that you have a four piece and even though your chess piece is 35 item levels under it's still good because of the fact that the tier set bonus outranks the item 
So uh, they're moving away from traditional tier set pieces. That's always uh, been my issue with it. it. It really kind of, in some ways, it defeated the fun fashion aspects of World of Warcraft. Well, they also had a transmog, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can always change it to look like whatever now. They didn't back when I was playing it. That's right. I need to give you a whole overview of all the shit that's happened with WoW when we like. We'll we'll probably do a let's play at some point. Where we, another let's I, play? We've done already done one. Well, yeah, we'll do another one and kind of have you dive in where we were both playing together, kind of thing. But um, but yeah. So uh, they really want to kind of push this thing where when you grind out a you know a really good item, you don't want to have to be like, well, it's a really good item, but fuck, it breaks my tier set, so I can't use it. So they're they're definitely moving away from that, and in a way, they're kind of tying the tier set into the amulet. So certain bonuses that they want you to unlock, you'll unlock through any chest piece and any neck piece or all that stuff eventually. So that's kind of how their new system is going for that. So it's interesting to hear that they're getting rid of the tier sets, because obviously tier sets have been a staple since the game has been out. I mean, you had your initial tier set leading up into the first raid and all that stuff before you went to Molten Core and all that stuff, so they all had tier sets, but now that's going away. They want you to just be able to collect the gear that's higher up in terms of level and, you know, requirement of skill to get it, and they want you to actually use it. So, I think it's, I you know, I was kind of mixed about it, because I'm like, man, well, tier sets have been such a defining factor of, like, tier sets, that's what made them good, but somebody was, uh, I was listening to some, uh, some reviews about it and people talking about it, and it's kind of nice, too, because now they don't have to worry about balancing around the tier set. They can balance on the abilities of the character. And the actual uh, just general gear at that point. Yes. Yeah. I, way the fuck back when tier sets were rewards for the highest end rating stuff, like they were that extra cherry on top of holy shit, your max level kind of thing. And mm-hmm. at the time, they were kind of cool, but then Burning Crusade happened and started the kind of unfortunateness of, oh, that tier system you have is now completely garbage. Yep. So now they're very much pushing towards uh, being free of tier sets. So next expansion, as of right now, no more tier set bonuses. It's a neat thing in concept. It's encouraged synergy, but at the same time, I was always in the camp of, but what if I think this helmet's real cool? Well, that's the thing, though. Like, they want you to use the item if you really enjoy it, because you can still transmog the look of it anyway. Yeah, but back when transmogging wasn't a thing, it became a, like, bigger issue and like transmogging almost defeats the point of a tier set at that point yeah because the idea is a cohesive uh, look well yeah no it's 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 uh it, it's interesting i like how they're kind of shaking some things up here and it sounds pretty solid and i'm actually pretty excited about it so again there's that plus um just a minor update for anybody out there who plays wow one of the big things also is that we've been able to farm special appearances for artifact weapons, and since they've already announced that we will not be taking our artifact weapons with us into uh, Battle of Azeroth, uh, any of the special looks that you get uh, will actually carry on as far as the transmog stuff goes. So you'll be able to transmog the look in the future anyway. Uh, but there are certain ones that they're gonna un- they're gonna lock when the new expansion hits. So that would be the Mage Tower hidden bonus and the Mythic Fifteen Plus bonus. So. Get to grinding because you have until the end of this expansion to get it. Otherwise, it's locked out forever. So, uh, that is the first part of WoW news. The second part of WoW news, which is relates to the economy, is recently. If you haven't heard of, have you heard of Honor Buddy? Nope. So Honor Buddy was the dude. Bot. I was more amazed WoW had the website you pulled this stuff from was still around. <laughs> 
I remember back when they were new. It's like, oh, here's a website that we're starting. I'm like, you guys could go far. Let's see what happens. Yeah. No, they're a huge resource. Um, but yeah, so Honor Buddy recently made a post saying that starting, I believe, at the end of this year, they will no longer be selling uh, licenses for Honor Buddy and that the development for that bot is officially dead. The fuck is Honor Buddy? So Honor Buddy was a, a, a World of Warcraft bot that you could run scripts for it so it would level up your character for you. You could have it raid for you. You could have it farm gold for you kind of thing. Those cheat depending on, got it. Essentially, yes, it was a bot. So uh, I had a friend who uh, used it for farming materials. You, you've admitted to using home. it on this podcast already. You've no, admitted no, no, to being paid no, for No, no, I, I didn't finish. I also use it to level up characters. So I didn't use it for farming mats. I use it to level up characters because I fucking sure. leveling. So, uh, but yeah, so they're getting rid mm. of the bot at the end of this year. So anybody who still has a current license for it will have it, but they've said that uh, Blizzard has kind of found a way to get better and better at detecting the bot, so instead of fighting it, they're just gonna give up at this point. So, they're discontinuing a couple different ones. Uh, let me see which ones they are specifically discontinuing. I know for sure Honor Buddy's the biggest one, uh, but they're also gonna be discontinuing Lazymon, Buddy Wing, and Hearth Buddy, which I'm guessing Hearth Buddy would be the one for Hearthstone. Uh, I don't know what Lazymon and Buddy Wing do. I'm going to look them up really quick here. But yeah, so those are now going away. The, the They're going to discontinue the uh, development of that stuff. So, but yeah, uh, just, you know, it's it's good, obviously, because people fucking hated the bots. Yeah, obviously, because, you know, they it's just it's it, cheating. It kind of There's no experience. nuance yeah. to it. Oh, I know. I know. But here's the thing that people also have to consider as well coming down the line is that Bots saturated the market in terms of mats and materials and things like that. So, uh, to be expected, the stuff, gold prices and things like that for items is going to shoot through the fucking roof. So, if you're good at farming the game and work raising up gold, this is your time to shine because bots will no longer be around to saturate the market. So, time to yeah, mine that so, copper, boy. Yep. So, but yeah, so that that's kind of just a couple things there. The honor buddy one is probably one of the biggest ones because. You should see the fucking rage going on in the forums right now for that thing. It's great. So, but yeah, so that's what it is. So that that's as far as the wow front for news. That that's it for now. Fair. Uh, so we're gonna kind of slide into our main topic on a slow descent into hell, if you will. Um, starting with it's, it's it's EA this week. EA is the big news. It's all everyone is talking about for better or worse. We'll get to EA in general a little bit later, but we're going to start this kind of excursion off with EA is buying Titanfall developer Respawn for a fuck ton of money. I saw that. What is the... $455 uh, million dollars to be precise. And is that deal going down? They said yes for it? or It's happening, yeah. It's, it's, Ooh. This is a real thing. Wow. Yeah. So what they're doing is when they release uh, the next Titanfall 3... Uh, you'll have to pay to unlock loot crates to get these special mechs. So for Titanfall, what about that's just Alex being hyperbolic for a second or show or whatever they were planning. Don't know on that one. Will that have loot crates? Somehow, Probably. yeah. <laughs> I so I, I was more surprised that I, for some reason I thought EA already owned Respawn. So. That's what I thought. That's what I was a little surprised uh-huh, to hear. This, but I'm like, me. oh, yeah, oh, okay. 
Yeah, <laughs> but so I some other stuff. I only bring this up because some other stuff has come out recently about remember Visceral Games that got shut down recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It's a little weird they shut down a studio and immediately spun around and bought another one, right? Mm. A lot of conspiracy theories abounding on that one. I I fucking love Titanfall 2. I thought that campaign was real good. Uh, it had that press button to time travel thing, so... Yep, that was <laughs> Any, pretty much awesome. Yeah. No, it's that game was also made on a bit of a budget, and it was a damn fine game. They did a cool job of supporting the multiplayer for that. It's, in so many ways, that game is a weird combination of triple-A design on a bit of a budget and microtransactions done unbelievably right that if they can bring that to EA and maintain that kind of same level of quality I'm not so worried about this if what happens typically happens with EA properties and studios uh, that kind of fucking sucks <laughs> mm. yeah uh, but that brings us to, I, I guess, our, not not quite yet, but our next thing, uh, as part of kind of the EA shakeup, and maybe maybe in some ways kicking off the EA shakeup, you had um, some EA executives out there saying things like, maybe our sports game should be a subscription and not new games every year. That kind of makes sense in I've an interesting been, way. I'm super okay with them doing this, in all honesty. Yeah. Like, it makes absolute sense, because then you're, it's like, you're essentially paying for, like, a sports MMO, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it goes one step further, where it's the people that buy sports games don't care about how they review It's the new version. So what if, like, instead of having to have a new game every year, you could go to a dev cycle where, like, every two or three years, You've got a major update, but they were capable of pushing new rosters live every year or like, hey, someone's injured. We're going to update that in the game now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to play the Bruins? OK, good luck. Good having fun uh, dealing with, you know, you got McQuaid out, Krejci day to day. And and that's all in real time fucking updating in your game. And you have to fly people up from the Providence Bruins in the goddamn game. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a bit extreme, but yeah, it's it, they're got the goal seems to be to maybe make that a little bit more of a live experience, which I I think there are certain games that it makes a lot of sense to start trying to apply maybe the World of Warcraft model to it. I'm not saying yeah. Madden should be 15 bucks a month, but like if you're paying like 30, 40, maybe even 60 bucks a year for Madden and it's a subscription over an actual game. It seems pretty fair to me at that point. Maybe a little more if they actually do stuff with it. Like the idea of live teams isn't new, and the idea of applying that to a sports game like seems like a logical idea to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense, but I'm curious to see if they're going to charge you the subscription fee plus make you pay for DLCs on top of it. Yeah, and I think that's the difference between like if you go to the World of Warcraft approach, where like you have. And maybe it's like every three years you have to buy the new version, but the patches in between that add stuff or modify stuff, those are free. Or maybe it becomes a like, hey, you own EA Madden. You got to pay 15 bucks every year for the new roster and maybe some other stuff. I, I don't know. Like it, This is kind of going back to my Destiny 2 shouldn't exist maybe 
but at the same time, it has to exist. Like, you don't need to have a new Madden game every year. You maybe don't need a new Madden game every five years, even. You just need to find a way to update the goddamn rosters. And everything's connected to the internet now. Yeah, it, like the Xbox One kind of sunk itself that always connected to the internet thing, but also at the same time, we all own consoles. They're always connected to the internet because not having them connected is idiotic. Mm-hmm. And how else will your Xbox Agreed. spy on you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just unplugged still. But so that brings us to, I guess, our big topic of the week, our, our, our big news, which is this whole just beautiful clusterfuck that is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess kind of the tip of the spear that may be unsurprising to me, but some people I guess weren't expecting was around Friday of last week when the early access portion of the game went live, you started getting reports of people saying things like, hey, you can totally pay real money for multiplayer advantages in this game. And then people started applying math and doing things like figuring out exactly how long it would take to, you know, unlock a hero, not all of the heroes for multiplayer and discovering other stuff like, yeah, there's totally loot boxes in this game. And those loot boxes do give game-winning benefits and all that jazz that comes along with that train wreck. And that went from, hey, you can totally pay to w- pay for an event in multiplayer to, yeah, this thing's pretty fucking rigged to like encourage you to spend money because it takes like roughly, what was it, 40 hours to unlock a hero for multiplayer? Yeah, like it's it's some super grind, and on top of that, it wasn't rewarding skill. It was just no. It takes forty hours to get there, regardless of how you play. Were they comparing this yeah. to other games? I uh, beyond that, so, yeah. I I think it was more kind of a what's the right word for it? Uh, there's a bunch of currencies. There's a great. I think it's Polygon or GameStop. GameSpot. Did which one's the news outlet? I always forget. I think it was GameSpot. So, yeah, someone did a great like 20 minute video explaining all the currencies in this game and the fact that like that's a 20 minute video is insane. Well, I thought it was just credits. That's oh no, it's credits. There's um crafting materials, there's crystals, there's it's like three or four different materials or uh, currencies. Hmm. Yeah. I was reading somewhere and I'm looking at some old data, but it looks like the average amount of time you need to put in to unlock a League of Legends cha- uh, characters, 31 and a half hours, which is lower than 40, but and it's a free game. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, though. It's a free game. You can grind out to win it on here. You're paying a premium price, like a triple A title price for the game, and you still have to unlock all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. Somebody was, I forgot what, who calculated it up, but I'm trying to find yeah, the numbers. I'm just trying to give a benchmark somebody, so they can be compared yeah, against. Yeah, no, I, I think that's... Uh, yeah, because 40 just in oh. itself, like, just dropping the number doesn't mean anything unless it's against something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, just I to know, give that's you still an idea... 40 hours you have to play. That's time. Mm. Yeah. So, just that's to give you an idea... a full-time job once a week. 
Yeah, so somebody did the math, and in order for you to unlock everything in Star Wars Battlefront 2 currently, would take 4528 hours or $2,100 to unlock everything in the game. What is in the its cost to buy state. all the heroes in League of Legends? Uh, the answer was t- uh, 2,000 and something hours. Huh. Um, that said, I don't know how old the date I was looking at was. Sure. But yeah, that, that's what it's looking at. Like so right also, there's only, so, or as much as there is, there's 173 or something like that champions in League. There's probably more shit in Battlefront than there is in League. So, on top of that, there's a crazy progression system built into the game for unlocking weapons and all that jazz that doesn't track super well, apparently. And on top of that, this is where it gets real scummy. The review event they had had unlock prices at a certain amount. When the game shipped and was available for consumers, those numbers were meaningfully higher. Yeah. So the review copies had uh, champions unlocking or, or the, the, the characters unlocking at the heroes at 10,000 credits, I believe it was. But the actual retail live version was 60,000. So they purposely made their review versions cheaper so it would look better, obviously, uh, is one of the things there. But then they were, you know, they got pushback on that. And they're okay, so they're going to reduce the cost down to, I guess they said... Uh, it was a 75 price reduction, 75% price reduction yeah. on basically everything. Yeah, and then they reduced the amount of rewards you would get per thing you would do anyway. So... It, it was one of those like, well, we reduced the cost. It's like, yeah, but you also reduced the amount, it, you know, you would get for grinding stuff. Yeah, out. like for instance, they I, like it now costs like fifteen thousand credits to unlock Darth Vader. You get five thousand credits for completing the campaign because the previous amount was twenty thousand, and that means you could unlock Darth Vader if I just completed the campaign, which is the one probably everyone wants to play as. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then there's another kicker you are capped at a certain amount of credits you can unlock while playing the campaign. Yep, there's cooldowns. Yeah, there's cooldowns on that. So if you were to grind through the entire campaign, you would lose out on credits. So there's that. Um, On top of that, they've also done this thing recently where uh, people were saying, well, it's not necessarily based off of, like, your work and what you do in the game. Like I said, essentially, it's, it's literally just time. So idling gets rewarded as much as TF2. actual play. Yeah, it's very much that TF2 idle server nonsense. Yeah, and somebody servers. had already mentioned. Yeah, somebody had already mentioned. Hey, well, you could essentially do a script that just moves your mouse occasionally. You can walk away and let it play for you. Idle servers so, used to have to stand next to a healing thing and something doing damage to you, so you wouldn't get kicked. Yeah, no, for that, it's mouse movement detection and occasionally make it shoot or something. But, yeah, they're like, oh, well, what happens when someone kills you? It's like, well, you can put into it where every 10 seconds it hits the respawn button. Hell, you could just set it up so that you... I'm sorry, what's wrong you with the... You can put a, roll old, put on a your, marble down on the... Yeah, forward like, button. Put a weight down on your W key. Yeah. Well, I mean, that stuff can probably be more likely detected, so to speak. Well, not detected, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's yeah. just, it's way more obvious. Uh, but yeah, like, it's just, it's this whole clusterfuck, like, it, and, and their, like, response for, like, all these crazy times is like, well, we want the user to feel pride and, like, a sense of accomplishment, 
in uh we have in, a live you know, team boys yeah and doing what they do but see here's here, here's the biggest complaint about it is like actual character possession progression and uh like upgrades are locked behind the randomized crate system oh yeah so that's probably the one the most important thing to mention all of these currencies we've talked about are still just to get loot crates essentially Mm-hmm. And it's quite possible to find yourself in a situation where you have gear and items and cosmetics for a hero you don't fucking have. Yep. So therein lies the next issue. It's essentially a AAA title setup with a pay-to-win scheme uh, for character progression. So, it, and so obviously the internet is very upset, and they had an AMA today, and the AMA itself was pretty dodgy at best. Uh, it was very generic corporate speak questions and things like that. So, um, and it just seems like they're not backing down. So it's very much seems like a huge clusterfuck of what's going on with this game right now. <laughs> yep. Yay. And I, and I guess it's worth saying, like all screenshots of this game look pretty. All videos of this game I've seen look pretty. It sounds real good, which means, at least in my opinion. All of this fucking boycotting is gonna be for naught. So let's sit back and enter Charlie's crazy conspiracy dome because I'm not unconvinced this isn't some kind of elaborate EA work and it worked. <laughs> I I don't think so. I, I think people are genuinely upset about it. Like I, know, I know a I lot think of they people are genuinely really- upset, but at the same time, like EA had a number in mind for how much they are pretty sure they can get away with. And then they said, okay, it's an internet-based game. We can set it higher and fix this. Meaning, like, they were super fast at turning around and giving people a lower price when it came to this. Does that seem a little suspicious to you? No, I think... And then suddenly on top of that, you have a bunch of people being all smug like, yeah, we got them to change. It's like, no, no, you didn't. You're still buying the game now. Well, no, the thing is, there was a lot of people who were doing refunds because they were very upset about as far as what was going on. And then at some point, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, they removed the refund button from the actual origin like setup. Yes. So in order for you to get a refund, you had to call them or get on a chat with them. So you couldn't just refund like you normally could they purposely got rid of the refund button yeah because tons of people were getting refunds as well yes so like on this topic they also are now the owner of the most downvoted thing ever in reddit history yes and i think last time i checked their comment was downvoted at six hundred and twenty thousand downvotes sure so it's 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 interesting to kind of hear what and it's very a impressive. New high score for EA. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're killing it. They're they're not back to back worst voted company by the consumers for nothing. <laughs> so that's some bullshit. It's not the consumers. It's people voting for it. Like that's some bullshit at that point. Like I thought they were beating up Bank of America those years. Like it's just people being pissy on the internet. I'm not saying EA is great. I'm just saying that was people being angry. The, the right people being angry enough to rig a vote. <laughs> The specific demographic well, no, you, for hating yeah. on EA is good also, at running the type of voting that was required for that. Yes. But, I mean, at the same I mean, if, even if it is that, I mean, EA managed to be out 
beat out Time Warner and Comcast for worst company. Yes, because that's what I'm saying. Like it's gamers are a angry and loud group that are willing to like try and make their opinion be the most important opinion. And their important opinion those years was fuck EA. Like it's it, the voting was exactly what gamers were best at doing in some ways. I I think there's a bigger distaste for Comcast and Time Warner. Oh, I'm sure. But the, they're not the people frequenting Reddit and stuff like that. Like, again, you uh, talked about I don't stuff. know about that one. I, I think uh, the fuck EA crowd is a lot more vocal than the uh, fuck Time Warner crowd. Like, don't get me wrong, Time Warner sucks. I didn't have them till I moved to California, say, though. Yeah, Time I Warner isn't care. where isn't like where I am. I have no dog in the fight on that one. EA is a yeah. problem in uh, my life. That's fair. Okay, you've I, I, lived in Time sense. Warner territory your entire life. EA has been a thorn in my side since the beginning. Okay, that's fair. That make that makes a lot more sense. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not saying like both don't deserve to win that award. I'm just saying like anytime people bring up like oh it was voted the worst whatever it's like yeah in an online vote mm-hmm. enough people running enough spam servers or something can make any results come back from that thing that's the problem like like to take it real broad for a second someone rigged the net neutrality commenting field to spam the same comment over and over and over and over and over kind of thing like mm-hmm. was it last week we talked about how your um uh what's it called uh metacritic has the assassin's creed origin review being spammed over and over in the um kind of user review section like Rigging a vote is not something new to the internet, especially the gaming community. Yeah. We are a pissy group occasionally. Uh, This is true. I I admit I participate in the salt from time to time. There's nothing wrong with being a vocal minority, but at the same time, like, every time someone brings up the, oh, we beat out so-and-so, and it's like, EA is never foreclosed on your house. They're not as bad as a bank. <laughs> that's uh, all right. All right. I'll give you that. That's that's very true. If VA was fucking foreclosing on houses over the debts owed to their microtransaction systems, then yeah, fuck them. But don't fucking tempt them. They'll e- find a way. EA <laughs> has not led to a um housing market crash, at least not to my knowledge. I mean, it's only a matter I, of time before EA starts cutting loans for microtransactions. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't give them ideas, I really Charlie. hope I live long enough to see that dark future. <laughs> Clearly the darkest timeline right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, the darkest timeline, that's already a thing. Like, the darkest timeline is I have an EA credit card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I... I guess going back to my work theory, I am not super unconvinced that on the heels of the battlefield of the sorry battlefront one kind of debacle, if you will call it that, someone EA didn't think to themselves, okay, we're like the most recent game to feature microtransactions from EA was Shadow of War, and people were pretty outraged about that, and that game's got a pretty scummy mechanic in it too to kind of encourage you to spend money. Wouldn't it make a lot of sense to find a way to make people feel better about the price they're paying for microtransactions? Hmm. It 
and maybe I'm giving the intelligence of EA more credit than it's worth, but like, like you said, they dropped the price, but then also reduced how you earn stuff. Meaning you still have to earn kind of the same amount, like, but you just feel better because the numbers are smaller now. I don't know about that part. Uh, maybe it's a little bit too much. I don't see the conspiracy in it, but I think they did it and they just kind of fuck with the numbers on. Oh purpose. no, I, I think they fucked up too. I'm not saying like they, this was completely intentional, but I think they went into this going like, "Let's see how much we can make this shit cost," and we'll like we'll, we'll, we have a number we're okay with, and like if we can get away with more, fucking yes. Because mm. they caved way too quickly, and again, like I I, I know I'm kind of the unpopular opinion on this one. EA doesn't care about Reddit. No. But, I mean, it is kind of interesting because there's apparently a lot of posts that were really well-written today that were deleted. And they were saying, well, you know, it doesn't really match the format of the questions we're looking for. And people were shitting on them like, it's, it says, ask me anything, not ask me what I kind of think is okay. Yeah. And there's and a word limit on the question. Uh, so. Again, I go back to EA doesn't care about Reddit. No major game developer or publisher really cares about Reddit or any online community except the ones that are going to sell them more games. Like, there's only one victory in this, and that's if Battlefront 2 doesn't sell a million copies, and it already has. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I guarantee that game has made back its money, and people are already putting money in the microtransaction system. Like, I'm not saying your efforts are for naught, but for every person like me, you, or Jeff that's outraged about this, I got former co-workers that played so much of Battlefront 1, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not even sure I like the game. It's really grindy. I'm like, you've played 400 fucking hours of the game. You can stop playing. Well, I had to make sure that it wasn't going to continue to be grindy. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's like, are you excited for Battlefield 2 or Battlefront 2? Yeah. You know, it's kind of grindy in the same way Battlefield. Well, yeah, but it's more Star Wars. And, like, it looks so good. And Star Wars and Star Wars sells Star Wars and Star Wars. And, hey, it's got those graphs they show to show how much more stuff there are in the game. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sure those graphs that show 14 more levels and shit are accurate. But all you've done is taken a shallow grave and widened it, not deepened it. Hmm. Yeah, it's the real victory for this whole anti-battlefront thing will be when the sales numbers come back. And like the number of posts I saw that were also kind of like did you pre-order the game? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, sucks to be you, you're part of the problem. Don't <laughs> pre-order games. Well, I want a refund now most places don't offer a refund. Like the fact that steam was legally forced to should tell you everything you need to know about game sales. Hmm. Hmm. Like the fact that EA even had that in the first place is pretty impressive. I tried pre I tried um, canceling a pre-order on the X on the PS4 at one point. It was like, yeah, no dog. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I pre-ordered. You're, you're absolutely right. This is on me. Like, GameStop has the most forgiving of policies, and that's we take a cut on the front end, and you can cancel, but then we get free money. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, it's like I, I, I wish the Reddit stuff mattered, but it fucking doesn't. It's again like the group of people that are smart enough or organized enough or have enough free time to get mad at this shit, and a bunch of people are still gonna fucking buy the game because they don't go to Reddit. They don't read the gaming stuff we do, and it's like, yeah, we're mad in our centralized location. Okay. We all have this opinion, though. It's not spreading outwards. No major news outlet is covering, like, people pissed at EA. Mm. Yeah. I Are you... I, I, of the three of us, you're the one that was kind of interested in the game, Alex. Are you going to buy the game? Nope. After hearing about all this stuff, I'm definitely not going to get it. Sure. If, if it ever shows up on a bargain bin for, like, maybe... 20 bucks, I'll consider it. That's still buying the game. (sighs) If it bargained it. Nope, that's still buying the game. That is still revenue going to EA in theory. You have to commit hard. I'm not saying you have to uphold this, but like you're you're, you're trying to do the scapegoat or the way out that everyone does in this. Like, what's like, I'll be moral at $60. No, you have to be moral all the way down. You are never allowed (laughs) to buy this. Well, that's fine. I can go without having to buy that game. So, yeah, I'm a no. Yeah. What about you guys? I rented Battlefield, a Battlefront 1 via Redbox, played an hour of it and said, this game kind of sucks and I hate it and have never returned a game the same day I rented it from Redbox before except that one. <laughs> I, I had no interest going into this game. I have no interest continuing on from this game. I'd say the odds of me picking this one up are pretty low. Yeah. If you were ma- if you were to make a list of things more likely for me to do than get Battlefront Two in any time in the future, like hell, I have Redbox. I could just rent it for like five bucks, and I have no interest in doing that because I played Battlefront One, and I have no interest in playing a sequel to that game. Hmm. Well, that's fair. Uh, uh, yeah. That's- I think I'm I'm gonna probably go that route as well and not play it. Yeah, I like for reference, I bought Rainbow Six Siege recently. What? Really? Because that game's got a really, that game's been apparently really well supported after the fact that like, that game launched real bad. Like that's the level of like I, I don't give a fuck about this. I bought a game that's what three years old at this point, rather than buying anything involving this. Yeah. So oh, I wanted yeah. to kind of I was looking into kind of a hardcore multiplayer experience, and I'm not dumb enough to go near Counter Strike. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I yeah, mean, that, I, that, that that game's been really well supported. Like yeah, I so much so one might say you could make like Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six into a platform and be fiscally responsible about it. like. Part of me almost wonders if EA just made this game fucking free to play if it would have gotten the backlash. I think it's people are exceedingly short-sighted in what the problem with this is. Well, the the issue that people are having is that you're paying AAA price and yeah. then also still have the pay to win model in it. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like it's the that's uh, that's the pe- that's the problem people are seeing. The issue people aren't seeing is that like people are going to fucking buy this game they're gonna fucking put money into it like this game would be so much more dangerous if it was free to play 
because then you wouldn't have any grounds to stand on and they could have never fucked with the price and they'd have probably made a shit ton of money still off of it. Yeah, well, there were people saying, I've got somewhere in Reddit at some point, they had linked an article talking about if they had given you, like, everything on release and, well, giving you all the, like, the chance to unlock the stuff normally, not have it behind random crates and have the loot boxes only be cosmetic items, they would make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. So they could have their AAA title price and then still implement loot boxes, but for cosmetic things only so that the items in the boxes it doesn't don't affect matter. The, the people that are going to buy loot boxes are going to buy loot boxes. And well, that's the thing, though. When they've increased the number of kind of the small percentage of people, which I think is like 10 per- I think the number is like 10% of people have to buy loot boxes for it to make them actually a fuck ton of money because those 10% will keep buying them. They've managed to find a way to take it from that kind of fishable 10% to a larger percentage. I guarantee it. Hmm. Well, I'm curious to see how this turns out because I've seen a lot of people and so far the only reaction I've gotten other than like one person is that no, fuck that game, fuck EA. So. Yeah, and again, like it's the, for better or worse, we are some version of a gaming news outlet with this thing. We definitely shouldn't be one, but it's possible you get your gaming news from here. I do. Yeah, I, <laughs> Jeff does. <laughs> I, I do too. There are lots of people that have not looked into this whole thing and have just bought the game. Hmm. That's true. Hmm. I'm really curious to see how this is going to turn out then. It's EA is going to make a ton of money because Star Wars sells Star Wars. Like, yeah. There's no seeing how this turns (laughs) out. Like, it's. You have the internet patting itself on the back for having the most downvoted thing ever be on EA, a company we actively already are like, yeah, man, fuck that company. We don't like them. EA doesn't care. This is still gonna make a shit ton of money. And like, even by your admission, you're like, nah, I'll buy it when it goes on sale. They still got you. You're still in their ecosystem at that point. You still technically bought a copy. Like, the only re- the only responsible way to buy this game is to buy it used. <laughs> Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it'll, it'll it's a shit show. It's a yeah. real bad look for EA. That's I think I think survived worse looks though too. So, yeah. I just wonder if it's actually going to make a difference from what people are complaining about. It won't. It won't. They're not complaining about the right things, and they're not doing the right things. Like it's people are more outraged that they it's like the correct answer is you have to vote with your wallet and people fucking pre-ordered this this was telegraphed so fucking long ago as possibly a thing like you were in the alpha for this stuff i did the alpha yes but after the alpha and realizing how they're gonna do the system for it i'm glad i didn't pre-order so no but like was there loot crates in the alpha Yes, there was. Mm -hmm. You who couldn't even talk about the game knew there were loot crates in the game, and this didn't click for you. Like, there have been way, way, way too many chances for people to understand what this game was, and they don't want it to because they don't want to because it's Battlefront. It's well, no, it clicked for me because I didn't buy it. Like that's the thing, though. Like for me, it was like ultimately, well, I don't like this system. I don't like the way they're setting it up. So I'm out. Yeah. Like, there's been plenty of coverage of like, hey, there's lots of microtransactions here. Like, 
they've been pretty upfront with, hey, there's lots of microtransactions in the game. But now that it's actually out, that's when people realize, oh, there's microtransactions in the game. Well, the thing is also in the alpha, they didn't have the heroes locked up. So you were only using it for the crates. And there was only like one or two currencies in the game. So they've added a lot more sense. Two currencies is too much to begin with. Hmm. Like, that's the early warning bell right off the bat. <laughs> but yeah. So the, all the heroes were unlocked officially in the in the. Uh, Couldn't you fucking spend in money in the alpha to get loot crates? Uh, I don't know about that part because I never even went that far. Maybe it was the beta. I I could have sworn there was an issue at one point where you could literally spend money in one of the trial periods to unlock shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, and I can't confirm unfortunately on that part. But I know on the alpha, you could definitely buy crates from the stuff there. Yeah, but like you I said, for me that was much of a telegraph over. to know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it was currency you earned in the game, so it doesn't matter. You were touching on the issue I have with Star Citizen right now, which is like I'd like to put a lot of time into this game. How much of that carries over, guys? Yeah. So, for me, it was very obvious. So that's why I never pre-ordered it. So yeah. for me, it clicked. I can't speak for other people, but for me, it definitely clicked. So I was out. Yep. Well, so, like, EA's gotten out there. I think I'm Take-Two also got out there and said, we're, we're putting fucking microtransactions and everything going forward. And at the same time, I think Belgium, the country of Belgium, got out there and said, yeah, it's time we take a look at this shit. What are your guys' oh, yeah, feelings at this that. point? Um, I think it's going to go probably the same, well, they might go a similar route, especially with the Belgium thing, uh, about investigating what the loot drop percentages are, and they'll have to publish that kind of information, or if it becomes to the point where it becomes technically gambling. It's it's not at that point. Loot boxes are gambling. Well, I mean, like, officially make it, like, actual gambling. It already is. You're paying money for a random shot at shit. It's not a metaphorical question, Charlie. It's a legal question. Yeah, it's it's the legal thing I'm I'm referring to. Like, if you, right now Counter Strike, if you're 13 or 14, you can buy fucking crates or keys for crates on yeah. Counter Strike. Not considered gambling legally. Going to casino and dropping quarters in the slot machine and pulling the crank is considered legally gambling. So I think that's what it's going to set the precedent in terms of that. I mean, you know, metaphorically, yes, of course it's gambling. You're putting in money, taking a chance on items. But legally, especially now with this whole video game sphere of getting bigger and bigger, yeah, we had that whole like Counter Strike um, item gambling thing for a while too. Yes, yeah, and and the thing is though, legally, it's not wrong what they did in terms of the gambling part. Obviously, the stuff they had in terms of the conflict of interest was a big deal for that whole thing, and it was very fucking shady. So um, that's the that, that but that's a whole another thing. This this is starting to touch on is this kind of stuff this kind of stuff going to be considered legally gambling which means technically that game will never be able to be sold to a child at all like even though you have ea ratings which just suggested hey this kid shouldn't get it but now like there's going to be actual you're going to have to prove you're an adult or of legal gambling age to even be considered to use that kind of stuff so it's it's, in terms of like the shittiness yeah it's shitty but it's going to definitely open up a whole can of worms in terms of legality of what is gambling in terms of video game stuff so that that's what that issue is going to be. 
at least the, with Belgium interviewing, like invest in the interview, investigating it, it's going to be a term of if it's going to be a legal precedent. Is it going to be something, and are they going to have to step in in terms of the legality of the issue? Sure. Yeah, you you had the U.S. based ESA be like, it's fine. I, I seeing as EA is part of the ESA, that's always been kind of a weird conflict of interest to me. But exactly. Yeah. No, that's the sad part. On paper, I'm kind of okay with microtransactions as long as they're honest about them. Like, Warframe is a game funded by microtransactions. I would love it if Destiny found a way to fund itself on microtransactions. Technically speaking, World of Warcraft is kind of funded by microtransactions. Uh, no oh, subscriptions a, yeah subscriptions but that's a whole nother thing uh but like like but for the money you put in you do get kind of free patches and stuff yeah you're, you're getting stuff you're not yeah. taking a chance at maybe being able to log in with the character yeah so that's the big thing and so it's definitely going to set some sort of i mean if it does get carried on the investigation goes further there are going to be some sort of like legal precedent set with this kind of stuff like it, it can happen and the thing is, though, like with current gambling, like if you go to Vegas, that stuff is that stuff is like investigated and it's, you know, like okayed by a third party that doesn't have any conflict of interest yeah. with these games. Like it, it with like EA being on the board for the ES, was it the ESA? Yeah, that's a huge conflict of interest. Like that's that's and if anybody thinks it's not, you're fucking kidding yourselves um, on as far as that goes. But like, yeah, if it was some sort of like independent third party that was like actually checking out, for example, what the drop rates were percentage wise and things like that, then yeah, you I mean you can you can do that. But if it's gonna be the ESA saying, eh, it's okay. Oh, by the way, I, pay no attention that EA is on the fucking quick. board. We are running yeah. long. Are we still on topic if we're talking about whether or not loot crates are gambling? That's true. <laughs> yeah, we we've tackled this subject before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess to kind of close this whole EA thing out some, um, I guess we'll call it breaking news. (laughs) As part of this, someone from EA came out there and said they were a dev that worked for EA and that they were getting death threats. Turns out that person doesn't work for EA or is a dev, so. (laughs) That's different. Yeah. Yeah. if you are a customer and you're very upset at a dev, don't fucking death threat them. Like, that does absolutely nothing, and it just makes you and the gaming community as a whole look fucking stupid. And the last thing we need is more fucking bad shit on our image. Like, we already have it bad as is. Like, don't be stupid. Don't death threat anyone. Like, was it a, was it a, if you're, if you're willing to say that on the internet, but you're not willing to say it in real life, don't fucking say it. Yeah, at the same time, don't pretend to be from a company Mm-mm. that That's you don't work true. for. Well, that that leads back to the whole thing like, yeah. as well. Like, don't 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 lie about stuff you can't prove as well. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so. I... Yeah, I I think we kind of, I think we've reamed EA uh, <laughs> as much as it's gonna be, considering. But then honestly, they probably don't give a shit about us anyway. No, I... So. <laughs> 
the only way to make EA care on this one is to, as I said earlier, vote with your wallet. Like, it's, like, as much as I was giving Alex shit earlier, don't buy Battlefront 2 if you have an issue with this. Even if when, like, it goes on sale on Steam and it's 10 bucks, do not buy it. It's, it, it, it. You have to keep your passion going, for lack of a better phrase, the entire way through, because if you cave and buy it, even at, like, $5, you have technically bought it. Mm. I didn't think about it like that before, but yeah, uh, in hindsight, that makes a lot of sense. So I'll yeah. run with that. And as of right now, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's at the same time. If if you really want this game, I, I'm not gonna tell you not to get it. Just maybe think about what you're supporting beforehand. Like it's not my. The game looks cool. The the videos look cool, but it doesn't change the fact that from a moral standpoint, which is a weird spot for me to ever be at, I cannot support buying the game. Just be aware of what you're supporting at the end of the day. Do you remember when you could buy a game and you're just buying a game for the fun of it and not trying to make some sort of statement about where you stand? Uh, in the moral aspect of the game. Mm. You remember when that was a thing? Boy, those were good times. No, because then there was console wars. <laughs> We've always been dumb. <sighs> that's true. But I don't think console wars had morality. But that's a whole Yes, yes, for they a whole did. You're, you're forgetting how shitty the console wars were. Uh, maybe. But we digress. I. <sighs> We have no emails this week. Um, if we did have emails, this is when we'd read them and we'd respond to them and have opinions and joke and frolic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And try and We have none, sadly. Yes. But if you wanted to contact us, Jeff, how would you go about doing it? So the very first thing you need to do is start a pint glass company. And then Ooh. once you have this, you need to make all kinds of whimsical, hilarious designs potentially make the uh, glasses we mentioned earlier that fill from the bottom when you slam them down on a table. Um, if you can sacrifice some number of witches or other unearthly beings to get it to mystically work magically, again, all the power to you. And then basically there's going to be one rogue glass that you're going to produce that has just a long description of words in a row that are a letter to something Wicked Studios and you'll sell it only one of them, potentially to Charlie, and probably the, to Charlie, probably to Charlie. And then once he owns said glass, he'll read that email on or read that mug on this podcast. Or more simply, you can reach us at wickedawesomecast at gmail dot com. What's that email, Alex? Wickedawesomecast at gmail dot com. Wickedawesomecast at gmail dot com. Down on the show notes, um, spell as it sounds. We love getting emails. We check it every day, or I check it every day at least, and stuff. Yeah. Stop signing it up for porn accounts. <laughs> Stop being funny. Okay, All yeah, the still, porn accounts are coming. Still kind of funny, but it's annoying too. <laughs> but yeah, it does it for this week. Uh, we got a little heated on the EA topic and definitely went some places with that, <laughs> I guess. But It's a good thing. Yeah, it shows that you're passionate about about it. Yeah, um, content will continue as normal. We're coming up on the holiday season, which means game releases will slow down, but our stuff will continue. Um, I'm back in LA, which means we can record stuff again. So, yeah, I, I, my stash of 
video stuff finished that lasted me for six weeks, which is a separate topic. Um, that was like the return of Persona 4 is on the I, docket. Uh, yes, uh, that, that hasn't stopped. It's still got video going. Oh, I need to go catch up. Yes, that, that, that didn't stop. <laughs> it's ongoing still. Um, but yeah, uh, Tuesday night streams will return. I'm not sure they'll be extended to exclusively Destiny 2 for the foreseeable future. I don't know what they'll be replaced with in the short term. Um, I'm getting pre burn on Destiny 2, so we'll find something else to stream. I enjoy doing those. People seem to like watching the archives, at least, so come check one out live. Uh, by the time you hear this, though, there's a chance that me and Alex may have found ourselves in a car for extended periods of time, driving somewhere. That means Mixler. Which means, we might, which means there might be another Mixler episode sometime in the week this goes up. Uh, keep an eye out on that. The archive will be up as well. That may wind up being the podcast for that week, actually, because Thanksgiving tends to screw up our recording schedule. Is Thanksgiving next week? Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh boy. To further cement this podcast in time, Thanksgiving is the week this podcast goes up, or a week from November 11th. It'll be my, November 15th. It'll be my birthday soon. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Feliz cumpleaños, sir. Thank you. As my people would say. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, as Jeff would say. As my people say, congratulations on getting a year closer to your inevitable death. <laughs> this is a good thing for you. <laughs> Time marches on. Yep. So but Yeah, anyone got anything else they want to say before we clock out? Um, other than still raising funds for extra life, I think we mentioned earlier, but yeah, link will be in the description, and I'm probably gonna be doing some more. I might do another twenty four hour stream just before the end of the year at some point. Yeah. Here, so. If we do, if you do that, let me know. Maybe we'll try and do it out of the SWS recording space or something. So at least I can be a little more part of it or something. Yeah, sure, that'll work. Cool. But yeah, that's it. Who wants it? Hear the metal. Yeah.